And now, it's time for Lawyers for Jesus Radio, lighting our path through law. A show about faith in the law and in the marketplace. Featuring the partners from the law firm Mauk and Baker. Located in downtown Chicago, Mauk and Baker is nationally known for defending freedom and serving the people of faith. And now, Lawyers for Jesus. Hello, welcome to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm Rich Baker, an attorney and a partner at the law firm of Mauk and Baker in Chicago. We are Christian attorneys that focus on serving the body of Christ with its legal needs. You can learn more about us by going to maukbaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com. Or call us at 312-726-1243. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter to keep up to date on our show or visit our website to view our entire podcast library of previous Lawyer for Jesus interviews. Are you concerned by the fact that homeschooling families are often ridiculed or invalidated by mainstream society and even sometimes targeted by the law? Today, our guest is Mike Donnelly, Senior Counsel and Global Outreach Director at the Homeschool Legal Defense Association, an organization that defends the liberty of families who choose to homeschool. HSLDA's primary goal is to bring together homeschooling families so that they each can have a low-cost method of obtaining quality legal defense. Today, HSLDA gives tens of thousands of families the freedom to homeschool without having to face legal threats alone. Mike, welcome to the show. It's great to be with you, Rich, on Lawyers for Jesus. Uh, Mike, I am a homeschooler. We, we uh, homeschooled five of the six of our kids. Um, it was a wonderful experience, and I love the uh, results. You're in the legal aspect of this. Give us a little background on Homeschool Legal Defense Association, how it came about, and, and what you guys do. Rich, uh, Homeschool Legal Defense Association, or HSLDA, uh, and our website is hslda.org, is 35 years old this year. We're celebrating our 35th anniversary. We serve uh, almost uh, 90,000 families all over the world. You know, in the U.S., there are about 2 million children who are homeschooled every year. That's almost 4% of the school-age population. You know what? That has come a long way. Yeah. Wow, and I I also didn't know that you're, you're doing international work as well. We are, yep, we have international members. We are standing for homeschooling freedom all over the world, the world's largest homeschool advocacy organization. Think of HSLDA as the NRA and AAA of homeschooling. We're a watchdog organization. Our vision is to make homeschool po- homeschooling possible for anyone who chooses it, and we think everyone should have the right to freely homeschool without undue state interference. So, like I said, we're a watchdog organization, but we're also a support organization. We make sure that state legislatures leave the homeschooling community alone, as well as the federal legislature. <laughs> and uh, when there are issues with homeschooling families individually, we also step in to assist them and to uh, support them. We file civil rights lawsuits when appropriate. We've got a big one we just filed in Massachusetts. We can talk about that if you'd like. Um, and so even though homeschooling is legal in all 50 states, and it's a growing movement, and we're seeing that homeschooling is growing rapidly, not just here in the United States, but also in other countries around the world. And uh, so we're here to provide services and support to people who want to homeschool their children. Um, people can join for about just about $10 a month. And uh, we feel like, you know, where can you get a lawyer on retainer for 10 bucks a month? I mean, is that possible That's in Chicago? What, 
Uh, no, and I'm a law firm, and it's not possible. You're absolutely right. That's the AAA part of it, right? Is the ten dollars a month right. thing? You right. got it. You, you know what? Uh, for our listeners, I am a homeschooler, and I remember when we told our parents uh, we were mm -hmm. we were we were a young family that we were going to homeschool, and uh, my dad and mom were very very concerned, and they sat, and my dad took us out to lunch and sat us down with three questions, and the first one was, "Well, what about education?" The second one was, um, what about socialization? Um, and and uh, I don't even remember what the third one is at this point. And but we made. I was starting with the whole idea of is it legal or not? <laughs> uh, no, no. And actually, my dad was a lawyer, and and I think by that point we'd done the research on it, and and it could be. Well, all right. Well, let's start with that. Is it legal? You said in all fifty states. Then well, it wasn't always legal. Okay, and why do you even exist if it's legal? I mean, what's what's the problem? Well, yeah, well, exactly. Well, that's the problem. The problem is it wasn't always legal. That's the history of homeschooling. And, you know, when we started in 1983, it was only legal or recognized as a legal option in a handful of states. And so Illinois was one of them, by the way. Yes, Illinois was one of the handful where, you know, the, the courts got it right that, that time. So kudos to Illinois. A few other states got it right, uh, but it took about 15 years of court battles and legislative battles to make homeschooling legal. A lot of people don't realize that, and that's a battle we're fighting around the world. That's the history of homeschooling. But today, thriving, growing movement, most people understand it. But you mentioned two really important issues. One is education, one is socialization. And those are questions that people continue to ask. Like, how can a mom who hasn't been trained as a teacher you know, possibly think she can educate her kids or, you know, don't all kids have to go to school because doesn't everybody have to get a, a bloody nose in the playground in order to le learn how to get along with people? And so those are <laughs> kind of questions people ask. And, you know, I had a similar experience when my wife and I started out. We're a homeschooling family. We have seven children. We graduated three uh, and we've got four more coming down the pike. And affording college for seven kids is something that some people who have a large family might wonder about. We probably won't have time to talk about that. But what the research shows on education and academics is pretty stunning, Rich. Um, you know, what the research says is that homeschool kids are head and shoulders academically well above their peers in both private and public education. There's research uh, Mike, let me interrupt done. you just yeah. for a second. Uh, this is Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm Rich Baker of the law firm of Mauk and Baker. Today we're speaking with Mike Donnelly of the Homeschool Legal Defense Association about how homeschooling families uh, can have legal protection and what this homeschooling movement really is all about. All right, I interrupted you, but go ahead. Um, tell us a little bit more about the results you're seeing uh, in terms of homeschooling families. Yeah, so, you know, academically doing very well, uh, go to college at a very high rate. Some research is being done that shows that homeschooled children do very well in college. They, they are retained at a higher rate. Their GPAs tend to be a little bit higher. Uh, when you think about why, the, I mean, when you think about homeschooling and what it is, that it's kind of common sense when you think about it, and we can explore that a little bit. But well, go uh, ahead. socialization, well, well, okay, well, sure. You know, so we'll go into socialization. Okay, fine. So homeschooling, I mean, what is it? I mean, homeschooling is when parents teach their kids at home. What's the benefit? Uh, you know, you've got an environment where kids are in a loving, nurturing environment. Um, you know, children are naturally built, you know, even though uh, we may, we as parents may see some rebellion here and there, or uh, we may have to ask three times for children to do their chores, but they naturally, in their heart of hearts, they want to do things that please mom and dad. And so when mom and dad choose to take on the task of homeschooling like you did with your wife and invest yourself into your children, they're naturally going to want to spend time and invest time in doing that kind of thing. And so, you know, kids spend, homeschool kids just spend a lot of time 
engaging a lot more time compared to their public and private school counterparts, engaging with the academic material and learning more. You can get a lot more done in a homeschool environment in two or three hours than it takes the public school in like six to eight hours. So there's Mike, a lot I'd of like efficiency. To, I'd like to add something to this, and I know you know this true from your own experience. Not only that, each kid's education is tailor-made to their interests, which accelerates the kind of learning that they do. That was our experience in our home. So, you know, um, I, I always remember my son, Jonathan, at age six, had the newspaper spread out on the, on the front porch every morning reading the statistics of the Cubs. He loved it. And he was learning math in an incredible way uh, because he had to know those numbers in order uh, to follow the Cubs, which, by the way, you learn negative numbers when you're following the Cubs. But um, at any rate, not not of late, but in the days he was growing up. So I would add that to the comments you've made in terms of, of certainly the benefits we saw with regard to it. Uh, anything else to add on that? No, I think that's an extremely important point. You know, every child is unique, uniquely gifted, uniquely created with a purpose and a plan. Uh, from the creator of the universe. And, you know, Jesus is, is the Lord of our families, if we're Christians. And, uh, you know, we want to point our children to Christ. And in a homeschool environment for families who are, faith, who are you know, care about their faith and want to pass on their faith, that is a really important thing that we can do. We can integrate faith with academics and also tailored, as you point out, to the child. Every child's different. They have different interests. God has a plan, a different plan for each one of our kids. And as parents, our job is to really help them hear the voice of God in their lives so that they can follow him and to equip them with the academics, with the extracurriculars, with the you know, ability to interact with other people so they can go on and, and serve Jesus as he wants them to serve him. So I think that's you know, a really I, important point. I hear you saying that, and there's two other aspects to this, too. Uh, certainly, the ability... To, to integrate faith into the education is an important part. Also character, which is something that uh, most homeschooling uh, families are very involved in and concerned about is the character of their kids. And there's certainly that opportunity there. Let's start. We're going we're gonna to come up on a break. But before we do, there was a second aspect. Now, you know, my parents had in their mind, uh, are we putting barbed wire around our house and we're just going to keep these kids secluded and, and there'll be no socialization and they'll, um, they'll just be misfits in society? How do, how do you respond to that? Well, I mean, that's just not reality. Um, you know, there's this myth of socialization that homeschool families are like a goldfish in a bowl and we never get out of the bowl. Um, the reality is more like if you've ever watched Finding Nemo, um, it's, you know, we're, our kids are fishes swimming in the ocean and we have the ability to swim as far away from them as we want to. And even when they swim off the deep end and the drop off and get picked up by the uh, diver and taken off to Australia or whatever, we can still follow after them and guide them. And, you know, we as parents are the ones who have been charged by God to oversee the development of our children's character, to point them to him, to help them come into a relationship with, with God through Jesus Christ. And that's the most important thing that we can do. Um, and, you know, helping them to be able to interact with other people is very important. Uh, you know, I, when people ask me the socialization question, there's, you know, part of me wants to say, you know, your children are in a public school environment and you're wanting to talk to me about socialization. Mike, let me do this. We're coming up on a break. Coming up, we will talk further with Mike Donnelly, Senior Counsel and Global Outreach Director for the Homeschool Legal Defense Association. I'm Rich Baker, and this is Lawyers for Jesus Radio. 
Sometimes, Jesus used the law to make a difference, and so must we. In his book, Jesus in the Courtroom, author and attorney John Mauck shows us how to engage our modern legal system for the good of the kingdom. Jesus in the Courtroom discusses the need for faith-filled lawyers in order to protect the church and what good can happen when we partner with Christian legal professionals. To order your copy of Jesus in the Courtroom, find it at Moody Publishers or go to JesusInTheCourtroom.com. Welcome back to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm Rich Baker, partner with the law firm of Malkin Baker, and we're talking with Mike Donnelly of the Homeschool Legal Defense Association about legal issues homeschooling families face, also about the practicalities of homeschooling. Uh, Mike, we had just left before break talking about socialization. Um, could you pick up the conversation where we left off? Well, I asked the question, you know, saying when people ask me the question about what about socialization in the context of homeschooling and, you know, these are folks who have their children in a public school environment where there are a lot of challenges. I understand not everybody may feel like they can homeschool, but my message to people here is that, frankly, what the research shows, what experience shows is that if you want to do it, if you feel called to do it, you can do it. I've seen single-parent families homeschool their kids. I've seen all kinds of different flavors of homeschooling uh, uh, across the board. And the common variable that I see is that people, it's not working for them in the public education environment. Um, and so they choose to pull out of it. And it's something that is legal, as we talked about, and it can be done. Now, you know, every parent has to decide for themselves. As parents, we are charged by God with responsibility to make education decisions for a child. So I'm not here trying to say that, you know, if you have your kids in public or private school, you're doing something wrong. Not at all. Um, but I want to encourage people who are listening to think about home education as an option. Rich, you had a fantastic experience with it. You've it's got true. obviously an amazing wife. Um, I am blessed to have an amazing wife who homeschools. But even if you don't have an amazing wife or you're a single parent, it's something that you can do. And so many people are pushed into homeschooling because of the experiences that their kids are having in school, which is negative socialization. So the reality I, I think is that was our, that was our experience, uh, Mike, mm -hmm. uh, you know what you, you mentioned this and I, I want to throw in something on this in my experience, Please. um, the resources available, uh, for parents who want to homeschool now are just, um, Amazing. And so there are those who want to completely create their own curriculums. My wife sort of went in that direction. But there are others who, who don't really know how to do that. And there are uh, curriculums and there are programs out there and there are support groups out there that really can help almost any parent um, to be able to do this. Absolutely. And, you know, when you ask the question, why do people homeschool, what people say, and this is what the Department of Education has found in surveys uh, over, the, over the last 20 years, is that the number one reason people give is concern about the environment in school. That's number one. Number two is they want to give their children a moral upbringing. They want to teach them their faith. Uh, they're ha or their kids are having difficulties. You know, one of the fastest growing subpopulations in homeschooling are children with special needs. And let me tell you, children who have special learning needs, and there's a growing population for whatever reason uh, in our country of children who have special learning needs, whether it's autism or Asperger's or some other kind of disability or physical or mental issue that they're dealing with, um, homeschooling is such a fit for children who are struggling in an institutional environment. 
And so I would encourage folks, if you're struggling, if your kid is having a difficult time in school, it may not be them so much as it's just not a fit between them and the institutional environment, and that's okay. You know what? As children, in my opinion, children really don't belong in an institutional environment. That's my opinion. Well, let me let me move on from that in terms of um, how does Homeschool Legal Defense Association step in to protect families when legal problems arise? And and I guess the first question is, what kind of problems arise? What, what well, kind of things do you see? Sure. So if people want to get information about HSLDA or learn how they can get started homeschooling, they can visit our website at hslda.org. And we are here to help people homeschool. Our mission is to make homeschooling possible. And so whether it's questions about curriculum or if they don't know how to comply with the law, in Illinois it's super easy. You're recognized as a private school and you don't have to do a whole lot. But there are a lot of states where there are regulations that you've got to comply with. You know, some of the problems we deal with are school officials who don't understand the law. Um, you know, maybe when a parent is withdrawing a child from a school, the school may be a little bit, feel like a little bit of ownership over that kid and not be willing to let go very easily. Um, well, you know, certainly in Illinois, even you, you say it's very easy in Illinois and that's true under the law, but there are a lot of administrators, uh, who are hesitant and create, uh, problems there. There's also a, an economic issue when a student is withdrawn, I, I believe that, that sometimes plays into the, the whole thing. Absolutely. There's no question about that. When a student leaves a school, the school loses money, and we see that as a, an issue in a number of different places around the country. Um, the other thing that can happen is, you know, you know, you said your folks, my folks, too, had an issue with homeschooling early on because they didn't understand it. They were concerned, like, what are you doing to my grandchildren? Uh, right. Sometimes it, it goes even further than that, and you get families or friends or other people who are overly concerned reporting families to CPS saying, oh, there's no way these people can do it, or it doesn't look like they're doing it. They think it's weird. And they may report people to CPS, and then families have social workers showing up on their doorstep, and they can call us. We have a 365-day, 24-hour hotline when people have legal emergencies. You know, like homeschoolers have legal emergencies. Occasionally, they do. Occasionally, someone shows up on the doorstep challenging them, challenging their right to homeschool. And even if the issue is not homeschooling related, we will advise people on their Fourth Amendment rights when there's a government official at their door. So there's a lot of value to being a member of the LDA. I, I can't resist asking the question. Let me let me go into break, and then i got to ask you this question. You're listening to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm Rich Baker with the law firm of Malkin Baker, and I'm speaking with Mike Donnelly about his work with Homeschool Legal Defense Association. So the social worker shows up at your door. Uh, how do you advise uh, a homeschooling parent in that? It's a pretty intimidating situation. How do you advise them? It's a very frightening situation because they often show up without any notice and people are completely caught off guard because they didn't expect it. And so here's what I say to them. It's very simple. Number one, the Fourth Amendment of the U.S. Constitution applies to social workers. No government agent can enter your home without your consent unless they have a warrant. You don't have to produce your children for an interview with a social worker unless they have a warrant. Okay? That's number one. Number two, I say what you need to do is you need to get the information. What is it they're there to, under, to investigate? What are the allegations? Ask them. You have a right to know what the allegations are and what the underlying facts are that support those allegations. How can you possibly respond to an investigation if you don't know what the allegations are? That's number two. And number three, you need to ask them what they want to do. What steps are they proposing to take to do their investigation? After you get that information, what I encourage people to do is get the person's business card and say, thank you very much for the information. I understand why you're here. I understand you're trying to do your job. 
I need to get some advice. Let me call an attorney or get some advice from someone, and then I'll get back in touch with you. And then we advise people to call HSLDA. If they should, if they're a member of HSLDA, they should call us right away as soon as uh, you know the knock on the door and they find out that somebody's there. But that's what people. That's what I advise people to do generally. Well, Mike, you've given us your um, uh, information on the internet. Is there a number that people can also call in a situation like that? Well, people can call 540-338-5600. That's our main number during after hours is a recorded line where people can get the emergency number. Um, you know, if they're members of HSLDA, they get that 24-7, 365 access for only $10 a month. And they can get it at HSLDA.org. And if they want to support our work as well, you know, we, we defend freedom in education. And we're specifically about homeschooling, but it's also about parental rights and parents' rights to decide how their children are educated. And if people believe in that, they can even make a donation to HSLDA if they want to at HSLDA.org. That's becoming more and more vital. All right, so you're currently working er, on, on a particular case in Massachusetts, I believe. Tell us something about that. Well, Rich, we have a number of cases around the country, but the one in Massachusetts is particularly troubling. We filed a federal civil rights lawsuit against the city of Worcester and Massachusetts Department of Children and Families, which is their CPS agency, because they um, took a child from the custody of uh, one of our member families over homeschooling issues. And this was a case where the mother had filed all the paperwork that she was supposed to do. The school didn't do what it was supposed to do. It got escalated, unfortunately, because of their policies to DCF, who then got involved and were extremely aggressive towards this family, ended up bringing police officers, threatened to knock the door down, and eventually gained entry to the, to the mom's uh, apartment and seized her and her child for a period of time. Uh, and we got involved to vindicate her rights and to try to get the policy changed that allowed that to happen. So homeschooling is legal. People know about it. But these kinds of things do happen from time to time around the country. So what are the civil rights of a mom in a situation like, and the children, actually, in a, civil, in a situation like that? Well, the U.S. Supreme Court has said that parents have a fundamental right to direct the education and upbringing of their children. The Massachusetts Supreme Court has recognized that homeschooling is one of the ways people do that. So they, these, this family in Massachusetts definitely has a state and federal civil right at issue. It, it would seem to me that it's even more than that in the fact of, of the way they um, came in, uh, uh, threatened, and then took away the child. Wouldn't that also uh, be a factor? Yes. And with when they have rights under the Fourth they, Amendment, they otherwise, do, with absolutely. So the Fourth and Fourteenth Amendment work together here, and the Supreme Court has also recognized that all parents have a fundamental constitutionally protected right to the care, custody, and control of their children, and the government cannot interfere unless it meets the compelling interest test, uh, or if there's some exception like, um, you know, exigent circumstances where there's uh, imminent danger of serious harm, which was not at all the case here, and that's why we filed a lawsuit, because there was no serious um, imminent harm at all. This was a dispute over paperwork. There was absolutely no reason for these people to do what they did to this family, and it resulted in incredible trauma. So we're hopeful that we'll be able to recover uh, a good amount uh, to show that this kind of stuff shouldn't be tolerated and to get them to change their policy. And, and were they members of uh, HSLDA at the time? They were members of HSLDA, and that's why it's important for people to be members. But even when you're members, you know, you still need to have somebody you can turn to and, you know, people do things. And as a lawyer, you know crazy things can happen, and that's why we're here to help people and serve them. And uh, we're glad to be able to do it. So people can well, find out more at HSLDA.org. Uh, Mike, I really appreciate you coming on the show today. I really appreciate the kind of services that you are providing for homeschoolers. 
Um, give your uh, web address one more time for people. Absolutely. If people want to support the work we're doing by donating, which they certainly can do, or if they want to join, if they're homeschooling and want to become members of HSLDA, they can go to hslda.org. And I just want to say that you can homeschool. If you're thinking about doing it, we can help you. Call us at 540-338-5600 or go to the website. Thanks, Mike. If you have a legal need or a question and want a perspective from a local Christian attorney, contact us at Malkin Baker. You can reach us at 312-726-1243 or at maukbaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com. Gonna have to serve somebody. Yes, indeed, you're gonna have to serve somebody.